Welcome to Family Law Jersey Style, a series of honest, insightful conversations about the divorce and family law topics that affect you most, with helpful tips you can use today. Welcome, 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 everybody. Hello, and thanks so much for joining us again on another episode of Family Law Jersey Style. Today, we're going to talk about a case that came out pretty recently here in New Jersey, and the case is regarding asking for financial support from your significant other when they're dead. And you're wondering how that is possible. So let's talk about palimony here in New Jersey because that's really what this case sort of hinges upon. Now, it's gotten a bit harder to be awarded palimony here in New Jersey over the last couple of years. Palimony, if you don't know, is a one-time financial award for a former intimate partner that never married. It can be granted here in the Garden State, but only if there is a written promise to pay palimony. Now, the idea of palimony arose way back in the 70s when a famous actor named Lee Marvin was sued for palimony by his long-term girlfriend, Michelle Triola. Now, Ms. Triola claimed that she gave up her own career to be a stay-at-home wife and mother to the couple's child because Mr. Marvin promised to support her for the rest of her life. She wasn't successful in court in California, but the idea of palimony has lived on. Now, what about getting money after your partner dies? Well, in a recent unpublished appellate case, Saskina versus the estate of Alexander Turian, Ms. Saskina filed a lawsuit against her former long-term boyfriend's estate seeking palimony and other relief. Now, the trial court denied her claim for palimony, but the court did give her about $94,000 representing the return of a loan that she made to her boyfriend to buy a condo in Florida, plus 20% of the net profit from the sale of that condo. Now, the trial court also gave her $300,000 that Turian had directed one of his debtors to repay to her directly. Now, that $300,000 had been taken by Turian's brother and sister while they were representing his estate. Based on a written and signed document that was provided to the trial court, it was clear that Saskina gave Turian $20,000 toward the down payment of a Florida condo, in return for which Torian agreed to repay her the $20,000 plus 20% of the net profit when the condo was sold. Torian's brother argued that Saskina was given back the money already as evidenced by an uncashed $29,000 check to her from Torian. But there was no proof that this check was repayment for the loan or part of the proceeds from the sale of the condo. Further, on his deathbed, Turian told a business associate named Vladimir that he should pay a $300,000 debt that was owed to Turian to Siskina. This direction was not only repeated in front of several witnesses, it was written down and signed by Turian. However, once he died, Vladimir paid the money to his brother and sister and not to Siskina. The brother and sister claimed that the money was for a new business investment and that Vladimir never owed Turian the money, but the court really didn't buy that argument either. 
Lastly, Turian's brother claimed that it was unfair he was not allowed to call medical witnesses to discuss Turian's mental state in the hospital when he signed the documents promising Siskina the money. And he also claimed it was unfair that the trial court allowed the hospital notary to testify as to Turian's mental capacity. But the appellate court found that the brother did not mention any medical witnesses at trial, nor did he object to the notary's testimony at the trial court level. It's really unclear why the trial court in this matter did not award Siskina the palimony she was asking for. She didn't appeal that ruling, and she seemed to be satisfied with the repayment of the condo loan and the $300,000 from Vladimir. And we may never know why the court didn't give her the palimony. But what is clear is that there was certainly enough evidence for the court to find that Siskina was promised and owed money. And it seems that any court, not just the family court, really could have come to that determination. If you're interested in learning more about palimony or if you feel that you may be entitled to financial support or other assets from your long-term partner and you have some questions, give us a call. Please feel free to reach out, schedule your free consultation, talk to one of our qualified attorneys who know all about palimony laws and spousal support laws and equitable distribution here in New Jersey. Our consultations are always free and always confidential. If you want to read a little bit more about this, we have a blog on this topic. We actually have blogs on all of our podcast topics. You can find them at our website, www.weinbergerlawgroup.com forward slash blogs. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's episode, and as always, we hope you come back again to join us for the next episode of Family Law Jersey Style. Thank you again so much for being with us, and we'll see you next time. Our conversation continues next time with more tips on family law topics. So please stay in touch by subscribing to our Family Law Jersey Style podcast channel. Family Law Jersey Style is brought to you by Weinberger Law Group of New Jersey. Weinberger Law Group is committed to safeguarding your children, protecting your assets, and securing your future. Our skilled attorneys focus exclusively on divorce and family law matters and create positive solutions that are caring, compassionate, and right for you. For your divorce and family law needs, schedule your free initial attorney consultation by calling us at 888-888-0919 or visiting weinbergerlawgroup.com.